Welcome to the Particularly Packers podcast. Listen in as Bob Dog travels around the football universe in hopes of understanding the madness that we love about the league, particularly the Green Bay Packers. The journey begins now. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go, baby. What's up, everybody? Bob Dog, Particularly Packers podcast once again, checking in with you. Oh, man, one week, less than one week. This is the week. It's Monday. Happy Labor Day for all those in America and happy day all together for those across the globe, wherever you're at. Um, happy we have today. Have our health, have the ability to listen, communicate to one another. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. Uh, with that being said, week one, I'm going to give you some week one picks. We're going to go over a little bit of the week one action. Um, haven't had much to report out of the Packers camp in particular. But um, with that being said, I do want to give you my MVP, my guess, and a lot of us aren't going to like it, my Offensive Rookie of the Year guess, and my Defensive Rookie of the Year guess. With that being said, with that being said, where should we start? Where should we start? Let's go ahead and start with the Week 1 picks. We got the game coming up this Thursday. Um, with that being said, Green Bay game has been relocated. We're going to Florida, Jacksonville. Ooh, it's going to be humid. But... Let's start back to Thursday. Thursday, here we go. Football's back, baby. Here we go. Here we go. Let's go. All right. Football is back. Big announcement for this Thursday's game is Dallas's guard, Mr. Martin, is out, I believe, for COVID and will be missing the game. This is huge, huge, huge announcement. Um, I thought Dallas was going to lose either way. However, with this being said, it's going to be very hard for them to protect Mr. Deck. Dak Prescott, um, Tampa Bay has a crazy, um, what do you want to call them, D-line? I would just say their whole defense is stacked because they got people coming off the edge. They got linebackers. That they're, we got Vita Vea. You got Donovan and Sue. You got, you got Beast, Beast on Tampa Bay. Um, with the guard being out, especially Martin, the dude was like one of the, uh, I think, NFL all-decade teams. I mean, this dude is possibly a future Hall of Famer. Um his name might already be in the book is what I'm saying. Like he's already earned it. His, the credentials are there. Zeke said it's, you know, the best player on the offense. Um, I heard Skip Bayless going off about that saying, you can't say that. It's got to be Dak. No, man, Dak is not the best player on that offense. Hands down, not even close, uh, sounding like a fool. But with that being said, Martin is out of the game. With that being said, Tampa Bay is favored because it's Dallas versus Tampa. They're in Tampa. Tampa is favored by seven and a half points. Um, that is, you know, with this injury, it hasn't changed the point spread, which is very odd to me. And I believe Tampa Bay will cover that hands down. I believe they'll win by, you know, 11, 11 to 14 points, somewhere in that area. Definitely two possession win over Dallas. Um, not a Dallas fan at all. Not Tampa Bay fan either. It, I did enjoy the Tampa Bay's defense back in the 90s when they won the Super Bowl. That was one of the greatest defenses I've ever seen, um, along with that Baltimore defense. In my generation, that Tampa Bay, Warren Sapp, uh, who is that linebacker, Brooks? Man, they were they were popping, man. That defense was scary. Um, and then that Baltimore defense was, you know, Suggs and uh, Ray Lewis and Ed Reed back there. I mean, they were just popping. I mean, two great defenses, so I always think of them. But that Tampa Bay era, that's why when people think of John Gruden as a Super Bowl winning coach, I have got to argue John Gruden as an offensive, you know, coach, that dude, he struggles. He struggles. I think you see it with, you know, Carr and what he's doing over there. Defensively, 
that defense was stacked. If you lost with that defense, you had to do something wrong. That defense was amazing. Um, that, back to that. Dallas versus Tampa Bay. Got to take Tampa Bay, 7.5. Over-under is 51.5 points. I'm going to go under. Um, I think Tampa Bay will do their fair share. They might even put up 30 points possibly, but I don't see Dallas putting up 21. So with that being said, I don't see the 51. We're going under. And Tampa Bay covering the spread, yes. All righty, all righty, all righty. With that being said, that's Thursday's game. Can't wait till Thursday. Uh, fantasy football players, if you got them on there, I mean, I'll go over a little more fantasy later in the week, so I'll save that for another podcast. I'll just keep the uh, – right now we're just going to focus on the teams. And this is as today. If you if one of these players go out with COVID or an injury before, don't hold me to it. You know what I mean? But if you're placing bets today, this is where I put my money, and this is where I am putting my money. With that being said – Dallas, Tampa Bay, we got that figured out. Miami versus New England. Oh, man, and this is in New England, so I'm going to always say the visitor first, home team comes second, just like on the schedules typically. But Miami at New England. There you go. How about that? New England is favored 2.5. I'll take that all day, especially with Mac Jones being, you know, called the starter there. And then I don't, I'm not a Tua, you know, fan over there. Um, I'm going to take the 2.5. Uh, with New England, I think Mac Jones will show up. Possibly, you know, Rookie of the Year nominee. He's not my pick, but he's in the position with Belichick and the coaches over there and that staff. He's in position to have a good career. Um, over under forty three point five. I'll take that. I think that Tua will come out proving something. I think he'll put up close to twenty points. You know, seventeen to twenty one, maybe twenty four. And then I see New England winning, so they're putting up you know twenty seven, twenty four. So they're definitely going to cover. I'd take that all day. Um, th- there's a lack of defense. New England, they don't have Stephon Gilmore. You know, that's a big consideration. you got to take that into it. So you're down a cornerback. And then any other things that happen from here to there and the missing pieces in play. I mean, but you do have Jalen Waddle. I'm mean, super excited to see what he does. Got him on my fantasy team. Leave that for another time. Super big rookie. Um, I wanted to throw him on my offensive rookie of the year nominee just as a sneaker. But... We'll leave that for another another day, another day, another day. Mac Jones, let's see what you can do. All right, so we'll take New England with the points, and, you know, cover the spread, and we're going over. They're going over 43.5 all day. All right, next game, Jacksonville versus Houston. Um, Jacksonville is minus 2.5. I'll take Jacksonville all day. We got Trevor Lawrence in his rookie, do, uh, rookie debut. Um, you know, we, ETN is out, their first-round draft pick. Uh, they had two of them, and Travis Etienne, sorry for your brother, man. You can miss the whole season. But, you know, they have a, a solid backup and I believe, Robinson, and he's going to hold down over there. Definitely can use some more support on his side, but I think Trevor Lawrence will get it done against Tyrod Taylor, who is just named starter in Houston, which means Deshaun Watson is not going to play. For those not up to date with that, you've been hiding under a rock. I don't know what's going to happen with that guy. I don't think he's going to play this year with all the allegations against him. However, you never know. Um, I'm surprised they didn't trade him, but I, I think they're still asking, you know, a king's ransom, and teams are not going to pay that until they know what's going to happen. So take Jacksonville with the 2.5 and 44.5 points. I almost want – it's tempting because it's so low, but I'm going to go with under. Um, I don't think Tyrod Taylor is going to put up 21 points. I can see Jacksonville putting up 24. I can see Jacksonville, you know, Houston putting up maybe 10, maybe even, you know, something weird like 12 or something crazy. 
You never know. Tyrod Taylor has the ability to put up points, no doubt, especially fantasy points because he runs around a lot. But he's not as mobile as he once was. Tyrod Taylor, don't see him getting it done. I've got to go under on the 44.5. That might backfire on me, but definitely Jacksonville in that one. All right. Los Angeles Chargers versus the Washington football team. Um, Got to take, I mean, this one is what people were iffy on. A lot of people are looking at Washington as they're going to, they're going to, you know, pull the division. They got Fitzpatrick over there. Fitzmagic for those that know, know the term. He's hit or miss. Um, Justin Herbert, he's pretty solid, very consistent. I even saw his MVP stock going up a little bit. People were thinking about him. The Clippers are favored by one point. Um, so they're, they're expected to win. Washington is given one point. I'll take the Chargers, which means I'll definitely take the point at 44.5 points. I almost got to take the under depending on whether Fitzpatrick shows up. This was the hardest one for me to pick. This one had me stuck for a while. Fitzpatrick, if he shows up and he balls out, he's going to go, he can put up 30-something points on his own with Washington. Washington's defense was the reason why I'm going to pick the under, um, just merely because they have the stout defense that's going to be there week one. There's no question about what they're going to do. I think they can hold the Chargers to 21 points very easily. And if both teams stay around 21 points, that comes out to 42, and we're under 44.5. So that's why I went with the under there. Um, and I got to go with the Chargers. So Chargers will give away the one point, and 44.5, we're going to stay under that just because of Washington's defense. They're very solid. The Chargers don't have a bad defense. And Fitzpatrick, if he doesn't have a good game, um, he will not put up a lot of points. Very 50-50 on, you know, points and the over-under. The over-under was very hard because if Fitzpatrick shows up, they're going over. I don't believe he will. But we'll see. We'll see. Seattle versus Indy. This is a, you know, very, it was a pretty simple game for me to pick, and you'll understand why later. Um, Indy, they have Carson Wentz over there, so that we'll see how that works out. It is his week one. I don't expect that to go flawlessly. Seattle, not too many big changes they didn't have too many draft picks because of their situation getting the safety that they got from New York. However, they got him over. I believe it was New York. Um, trying to think of his name. I can't even think of his name. I, my apologies because he's a really big player, really big news that it was. I can totally picture you, but uh, can't think of it right now. Brain fart, brain fart. All right, with that being said, Seattle, I believe that they will take it over Indy 2.5. Uh, two and a half point spread, and I believe that they will go over the 48.5. I do believe Carson Wentz will show up and put up 24 points. I believe Seattle's going to win, which means they're going to put up at least 27, you know, over 24. So that'll put us over 48 and a half. Seattle, they have a good defense, but it's not what it once was. Um, they've been trading a lot of cornerbacks and doing a lot of movement over there. And indeed, they're. Very solid. You got Quiddy Pay over there. We'll see how they can contain him. If he beast mode, then they're going to have a really hard time. But we'll see what happens over there. I'm taking Seattle with the 2.5, and I think they're going over the 48.5. All right, all right. With that being said, New York Jets versus the Carolina Panthers. You got to take Carolina. Carolina is favored by five points, and the over-under is 45.5. Oh, man, I can't believe I went under on this one at 45.5. Not sure why exactly I went under. 
I believe that both of these guys are going to ball out, possibly. Zach Wilson, uh, he can show up and be special. I think his hands are kind of tied, you know, as far as weapons. He did get a draft pick. I believe it was their second-round draft pick. Forget his name, but they're they're saying that boy has a lot of skills. Um, One of their wide receivers. Uh, With that being said, Carolina, you have Sam Darnold. And Sam Darnold, uh, he he wants revenge versus these Jets. So I'm going to take Carolina with the minus five. Zach Wilson, if Zach Wilson shows up, you know, he can ball out. I don't know why I picked the under 45.5. I might even go over on that one looking at it just because it's so few points. But let's say it's a 17-21, you know, come out, then you're not going to hit the 45. Uh, I don't know, man. That's hit or miss, hit or miss. You will hit the 45, actually. No, I don't know. All right, so I went under. I'm going to stick with it. Let's see, 45.5. That's a hard one. Um but again, I'm gonna stick under. I'm gonna stick with my with my choice. I've learned my lesson there. Zach Wilf, Zach Wilson versus Sam Darnold. Let's see. Sam Darnold. I believe that he will dominate that game. Um, he's got a point to prove, and he finally has weapons to prove who he is. Minnesota versus Cleveland. This is at Cleveland. Minnesota is favored by negative three points. By favored by three points. Um, over under of forty eight. I believe that they will clear the forty eight mark. You got Joe Joe Burrow um, coming in. You know he's got a feel for the a better feel for the offense. Yeah, they acquired a couple weapons over the off season, but Minnesota they're coming out guns blazing. Um, as Packer fans, we know what Minnesota does. We know that they're going to come out hot. They got a defense, so it's going to be hard. You know, it's going to be really hard for them to. Hit over the 48. This one was really tough. I remember I sat on this one for a while. Got to go with Minnesota. And then I think they're going to beat, you know, go over 48. So this is my upset pick right here that I'm about to pick. This is the game that was hit or miss. A lot of people are not going to believe me on, but I think that the home team is going to miss. We're going Arizona Cardinals versus the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee is favored by three points. At the over-under of 52. I believe that there will be an upset here. I think that Tennessee is going to drop the ball. I can see them just fumbling. I don't know. I just had a weird feeling when I was looking at this pick. I went under. I believe Tennessee is going to put up maybe 17 points. I believe they might even dominate um, with Derrick Henry running the ball. Uh, time of possession. But I believe Arizona will figure out some way to pull it off. Some little miracle in the fourth quarter. Put up some points. Put up 21-21-17 type game. So I don't see the 52 points being made. With that being said, I know Tennessee has a very questionable defense. I do understand why they have the high points, but they give them too many points, I believe. 52 is a substantial number. Tennessee can definitely put it up. Um, Brown, I know he was questionable. Some hit or miss on, I believe, his quad injury. I only know because I have them on my fantasy team. I'm just going top of the head, but 52 is a lot of points. Um, I believe Tennessee, they might fumble the ball out of the gate. Um, Murray is one hell of a talent in Arizona. I wanted to pick him for my MVP little sleeper right there and throw Kyler Murray in. I think he's 22 years old, man. This dude is balling. He is balling. He definitely needs some help. 
If they had Larry Fitzpatrick, I'd think about it. I think Larry Fitzpatrick would be playing if he had a chance at it. If he felt that he had a chance at a Super Bowl team, I don't think he sees that in this team, which is why I'm picking him for the upset. But I think that they lack the talent to make the Super Bowl or, you know, the big game, the big game. But I do think they have the upset potential this week, week one. Let's see. AZ over. Tennessee, that's my upset pick for the week, and it's definitely under 52. I would bet that all day. Probably will. All right. Jared Goff, um, this is going to be the big one right here. I mean, what is Jared Goff going to do? San Francisco versus Detroit. This is the one, the game nobody's talking about, but will have the most controversy depending on how it goes. San Francisco is heavily favored by 7.5. Um, so that's a touchdown and some. A touchdown and half a point. So San Francisco's heavily favored in Detroit. And the points, they're not giving them many. 45.5. I'm going over with that. I believe Jared Goff has a lot to prove. He doesn't have a lot of talent over there in Detroit, but I believe that he will make it work, um, especially, you know, home field in Detroit. He's going to go off. I'm questionable with the San Francisco QB controversy. I know it's a lot on Garoppolo's plate. There's a lot of drama. They want Trey Lance in there. And, you know, Trey Lance is not starting. So I believe that pressure right there being applied, I don't think San Francisco will cover the points. I believe they may win, but I don't see them covering the 7.5. I understand that their talent, their health, you know, they're all healthy this year. They were not healthy last year. They can definitely, they have the ability to run off With this game, they can win by 14 points very easily, 10 points, you know, no problem, no questions asked. If Garoppolo handles the pressure, uses it like Aaron Rodgers did, and uses it to amplify his performance, but I don't see that, and I think that's why they drafted Trey Lance. I think that Garoppolo will fumble, you know, fumble the situation, make it a close game, maybe San Francisco by three. Um, I see Jared Goff coming out putting up 24 points. Maybe it's 24-27 type game. I definitely see them covering the 45.5. Um, I see Detroit probably losing. So I'll take San Francisco to win the game, but I don't think they'll cover the 7.5. So if you want to take Detroit that way, you know you can take Detroit with the, with the points, but I think San Francisco will win the game. All right, Philly versus Atlanta. This one was kind of – I'm, I'm not going to – Lie, I got a little biasness just because I'm Matt Ryan, my first NFL game. I went to Matt Ryan's first playoff game um, in the year after Michael Vick went to prison, and they played against the Arizona Cardinals. And my stepdad took me out to Arizona. I watched that game. Matt Ryan did lose the game. Arizona went on to win with Kurt Warner. Um, y'all know the story. That was a great year, great year. But Matt Ryan, I know that he's he plays to that level. He's back for another year. This may be his last year, but I I know there's a lot of talent in that boy. Atlanta's favored by 3.5 points and the over-under of 48. Jalen Hurts, he's taking over the reins. He's going to be running with it. I believe that he will come out and put up 21 points, maybe 17 points. But I think Matt Ryan, as everybody knows, ATL, they have the talent. They lost Julio Jones, so... That's that's definitely a big blow. We'll have to see how he does without Julio. However, I think that he'll put up 20, 27 points, possibly. 
Matt Ryan showing possibly. Um, their defense always lets up a lot of points, so you might see 27-24, 26-24 type deal against Jalen Hurts. Atlanta with the points, 3.5. Yeah, that's tough. That's very tough, but maybe I'll give it a – I'm going to take Atlanta for the win. It's very tough. I don't think they'll cover 3.5. Um, I think if they do win, they I think they will cover 3.5. I think they'll win by four to seven points. It's tough. It's going to be a close game. If Philly wins, I wouldn't be surprised, but let's go ahead and take Atlanta and with the points. 3.5 will give up the points, and we're going over 48. You like that one? All right. Cleveland versus Kansas City. Um, KC's favored by 6.5 and over under of 52.5. So you got to get 53 points. I'm going to take Kansas City, you know, hands down. Cleveland has, they're they're in the spot to do the upset to start this season on the, the highest of highs. If they can take out, you know, KC, that would be huge. I don't see it happening. Um, Betting-wise, I would love to see Cleveland win. I think it's a better storyline if they've come out and pull the upset, especially if you took Cleveland money line. That would pay out really good. Safer bet, Kansas City, give up the points. Um, I I don't see them winning by a touchdown, but it's very possible. If Baker Baker Mayfield plays great, they'll probably win the game. Cleveland, possibly. Um, If Cleveland, if Baker Mayfield doesn't play anything less than great, they're going to lose by more than a touchdown. So, either Cleveland money line and, you know, forget the points, or KC will even give them the points. 6.5 win by a touchdown or more. Take it. So, KC with the points. Um, I don't think they'll go over 42.5. I think there's too good a defense on both sides to give up that many points. So, we'll take the under on that one. Denver versus New York Giants. This was a tough one because we have Bridgewater being um, – he was named the starter. We have Daniel Jones over in New York. He hasn't shown very much. Um, Denver is favored by three points. Uh, so the away team coming into New York. Well, I, yeah, I think they do play in New York, the Giants. Maybe not. They might play in New Jersey too, but I think that's the other with the Jets or something. But with that being said, Giants, uh, I don't see them pulling it off. Over under 41.5. We're going to go ahead. We'll go over that. That's not very many points. I think one team can even pull that off um, if they're really hot. Bridgewater. I'm, you know, we're familiar with Bridgewater as you know Packer fans just because of Minnesota. I've always wished him the best. He's always shown amazing talent. He will beat the teams that he's supposed to beat, and I think that's Daniel Jones and the Giants. He's supposed to beat them. I can see him putting up 27 himself. Not himself, but on that squad over there. Um, and Denver's defense is not what it once was, so I can see Daniel Jones at least putting up, you know, 17 points. We'll see. We'll see. i definitely take the over, and I'll take Denver on that one. Chicago versus the Rams. Uh, you got to take the Rams. The Rams are favored by seven points also. I saw a 7.5 somewhere, but the last I saw was seven points. You got Andy Dalton starting with Chicago. That's very tempting. Matt Stafford starting over there with the Rams. We know Matt Stafford with his career with the Lions. Um He's a solid quarterback. Can't lie over there. Over under 44. Um, I think they'll go over that. I think this is going to be a shootout. Andy Dalton, he didn't show much with the Cowboys last year. Uh, That could be many reasons, multiple reasons. Um, But Andy Dalton, he definitely, people forget what he used to do over there in Cincinnati. If he has talent, that boy can sling that ball like not many people. Does he still have it? 
Not sure. Matt Stafford, he can put up some points. That's why I'm giving him over 44, just because everybody knows Matt Stafford. You give him the Rams, he can put up 40 points on a good day. Um, Andy Dalton, he's a solid, you know, 10 to 14, but he can put up 20. He can put up 24 on you. But I got to take the Rams. Even with the seven, I think it will be a seven-point game. So it's kind of hit or miss. I think you'll break even. If you want to take Chicago, give up, you know, and take the points. I don't think it's a bad bet. I don't think Andy Dalton to get blown out, but he didn't have a good good year last year with Dallas, and it was hard, you know, it's hard to bet on him this year. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh versus Buffalo, going to be a great game, divisional game. It's huge right off the bat. Buffalo's favored by six point five, um, and the over under is forty eight point five. This is going to be a windy game. I saw winds up to like seventeen miles an hour. So with that being said, it's going to be tough to go over forty eight point five. Um, for some reason, I did choose the over. Not sure exactly why. I think it's going to be a rushing game, especially with those wins. It's hard to go over. You know, I want to switch that one. I'm going to go under. I'm going to go up to the board and switch that one just because of the wind. Do I think a team will go 24-24? Buffalo's got a solid defense. I'm, I'm going to stay under on that one, 48.5. Says over, though, man. But that's tough. That's a tough one right there. It's too windy. I'm going to go under um, just due to wind. Big Ben's back. Buffalo, Josh Allen. Everybody knows Josh Allen, man. That dude's a stud. That dude's showing up week after week after week. Amazing what they're putting down. Stephon Diggs. That dude's over there killing it with the wind. I just see a problem just floating the ball around. It's going to be a lot of rushing. Um, Najee Harris coming in with the Pittsburgh Steelers. We'll see what he can do. Is there a rookie running back they drafted in the first round? High expectations for that guy. Um, I believe they got Penny Sewell. I think that was second round or something, but, you know, they're expecting big things from him um, to help help that offensive line. They had a lot of struggles last year. Buffalo, very solid team coming out of the gate. We know what they do. They just, you know, smash the Packers during regular preseason right now, and they're, they're guns blazing. So I would take Buffalo to win the game. 6.5 hard. They got to win by a touchdown. Uh, Big Ben, when he shows up, he shows up. But with the wind, I'm just giving it the wind. I see Buffalo with a more solid you know, offense built better. Pittsburgh, they have the running talent with the wind. It might even help them. So I'm going to go Buffalo. We'll take the points, 6.5. Maybe they got to win by a touchdown. We'll take it. And... I'm going to go under 48.5. I'm going to go under on that one due to the wind. All right. Now we're going to Green Bay versus New Orleans. Like I said, the home field advantage will not so much be there for New Orleans. We know Green Bay's story. We love Green Bay. Go, Pat. Go, baby. Here we go. And New Orleans, they have Jameis Winston as a starter. They named him over Tyson Hill. Um, Drew Brees, once again, man, Hall of Fame career. Congratulations to you. Um, with that being said, I'm happy you're not there because we don't have to play you. And that dude was a gunslinger, and every time they would have gone over with a Green Bay favorite at four points and point, you know, over under at 50. Drew Brees was there. We would have gone over 50, definitely. With Drew Brees not there, I'm taking the under. Um, like I said, the game's going to be played in Jacksonville. I believe that's outdoor. With that being said, you know, Outdoor, decent conditions. It's going to be humid, though, I believe. A little hot. And I'm taking Green Bay. 
we'll give up the four points. I think we'll win by, you know, nine, nine points, ten points, hopefully. Um, if Green Bay goes out, has a solid outing. Shouldn't be too hard. Um, New Orleans has a def- decent defense, and Green Bay, I'm expecting them to show up. There's a chance that Darius won't play due to a back issue, you know, but I'm not too concerned about that because Rashawn Gary's right there. This is his 10-sack season. Like I said, double digits, I believe in it. And if he's not there between Rashawn and Preston, I think that they can get the job done with that, you know, other than that, no crazy outbreaks. Green Bay should win that game, cover the points, no problem. And I think it'll be under 50 points. I don't see New Orleans putting up, you know, 20 points on us. All righty, folks. With that being said, we're going down to the Monday night football game. I believe it's Monday night. I sure hope so. Maybe they're not a Monday night. Maybe they're all Sunday. But last game on the schedule, Baltimore versus Las Vegas Raiders. Got to take Baltimore. They're favored by 4.5 points. Um, You know, it's going to be hard to go into Las Vegas with it all going down. Uh, Beautiful stadium they've got built and, you know, get it cracking in there. But I do believe Lamar Jackson will come out. I wanted to pick him as my MVP this year, but... I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I believe that somebody else is going to show up. I believe he showed up last year. He just fell off after midseason. It might give away who my pick is, but Baltimore, 4.5, over, under a 51. I don't believe that they will clear 51. I don't believe, you know, the Raiders will put up satisfy, you know, 25 points, and I don't see Baltimore. I can see them putting up 27. Maybe 27, 24 would be a chance, but I can see more of a 20, 20, 26 21 some weird score like that baltimore winning covering the points but i see the under at 51 i see under and that's about it for the schedules uh we'll cover back i'll take a picture cover it later we'll see keep my little uh record right there of hit or misses and what i do on that one all right man mvp was hard and there were a lot of choices you know Definitely, I wouldn't pick Aaron Rodgers in back-to-back, but it would be beautiful to see as a Packers fan. We hope so. Go, Pat, go. But I had to pick Russell Wilson. Um, the dude went 12-4 and last season. People weren't talking about it. I think they started 5-0. and They had a real hot start. With that being said, they fell off later in the season. I think they had a lot of injury problems. I was trying to research it, but I couldn't find anything on the subject. DK Metcalf is a good part of the reason. Tyler Lockett, I believe he's still there. I want to say he went to free agency, but I believe Tyler Lockett's there. But even if he's not, they drafted Dwayne Eskridge. Um, they didn't have a first-round pick this year because of trading for that safety. Forget his name. Like I said, I believe it. Uh, uh, I don't remember. But they got that safety, and they lost their first-round pick. So with their, they didn't have a third-round pick either, I believe, that now that I was looking into it. But their second-round pick, Dwayne Eskridge, that's just another weapon for Russell Wilson. Like I said, 12-4 and four last year, killing it over there. Um, you give them another weapon, especially if they kept Lockett. Lockett, very, very solid wide receiver. Dude catches some spectacular catches. and Nothing but respect for those guys, even though we don't like them over here in Green Bay because of that playoff game that we don't talk about. But my MVP pick for this one is definitely Russell Wilson. I wanted to pick Kyler Murray just to, you know, slip him in there and make some good money if he did get it. But at 22 years old, that kid is killing it. Um, it was hard. It was hard. I'm going to pick Russell Wilson just because of Pete Carroll. That dude's coaching is phenomenal. 
Um, even when Russell Wilson had a problem over the offseason, the way that they handled it just so quick. There was a, a little bit of fire, some embers burning. They they put water on that. It was gone. It was a solid place over there in Seattle. My offensive rookie of the year, um, I'm going to you know pick Najee Harris. I think that just where he's at um, with the coaching quarterback, he has so many veterans over there with his you know wide receiver room. It's just veterans all over the place over there in Pittsburgh. If they can just sure up the offensive line a little bit, and with you know their pickups and Panay Sewell, and they moved moved around a couple pieces, we'll see what Pittsburgh can do. But I think Najee Harris is just in such a spot. You know, it's hard to pick these wide receivers. Came in with a lot of talent. I see a lot of players that could do it. Um, Jalen Waddle. There's a there's a kid over there with the Jets. I forget his name, uh, Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore can definitely do it. You know, there's a lot of players out there. Trevor Lawrence, for sure. I mean, he's going to be one of the favorites. You're going to have a lot of quarterbacks up there. That You know, one of the cornerbacks is going to – one of the quarterbacks is going to show up. But you never know. My solid pick, if I had to bet, Najee Harris. Make a little money right there. You put it on him. I think he's in the best position. Defensive rookie of the year, I think it's pretty clear if you've been listening to the other podcast because there's two guys I've been completely sold on. Um, there's actually been three when it comes to cards, but two for sure. Um, the third would have been Nick Bolton, but after this preseason, I can't even bet on him. I'm just hoping he becomes a Super Bowl winning linebacker in the next four years, and that way his cards go up in stock. So my defensive rookie of the year, I'm picking uh, Quiddy Pay over there in Indy. He had a tremendous preseason. I saw the strip sack that he did shooting around the edge and just showed his little flash of talent. I think that Quiddy Pay can definitely pull uh what do you think seven sacks maybe eight i mean i think quitty pay can definitely be no no lie the future of the position jump on youtube check out his video quitty pay story it's beautiful man you can watch it with your family everybody's probably going to be in tears by the end of it and it's just fun to watch the player that i want to put in this spot i don't believe that we get enough credit and that you know that they will be put in this spot. But if he stands out like he did during preseason, Patrick Sertan, that's what I'm hoping for. Um, Quiddy Pay is definitely my bet. If I have to put money on it, it's Quiddy Pay. My hope, my heart goes with Patrick Sertan and that he can do it and pull off that, you know, just the miraculous pick six that he had in preseason. And he's just showing what he has and the promise. You know, his dad was solid and just he's, it's amazing. It's amazing to see, you know, what that kid's doing and the talent that's coming out of the, out of college and the stories and the way that, you know, media can follow them. And it's, it's amazing. It's amazing to see them flourish and we wish them nothing but the best, the best of health to all the players around the league, everybody at home, everybody listening, wish you all the best. Um, appreciate each and every one of you, your time, you know, your patience. I'm waiting for me. I definitely over here have been super busy, super busy, but definitely thinking about you guys putting these all together, putting a lot of time into them and trying to give you, just a fresh look. I'm not trying to drown it out with all the noise and the riffraff. we got the season coming up. Super excited for that. Let's go. Let's go. It is about time, man. Hopefully we can stay healthy. You know, everybody can avoid the COVID and avoid just, you know, sickness in general or, uh, you know, any injuries. And let's all, you know, unite and make things better for each other. Love you guys. I'm over and out. Go Pack Go, baby. You have been listening to the Particularly Packers podcast. Please follow us on social media and please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening and as always, Go Pack Go!